Oh, oh boy, we're back. It's the Paul Giamatti show. Welcome back. But Giamatti, did you Giamatti, Giamatti. did you do uh you've never done karaoke though? I don't wanna I don't know. No, I was going that. to do karaoke, but what? Really? I, did, I was gonna do it for my twenty third birthday. Oh wow. But then everybody said, By the way, no. happy birthday. I, I mean this is a little bit late now, but for people who are listening to the podcast who may not know, uh, you just turned twenty three a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um so congrats. When this comes out a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. January um, 5th. A, yeah. while, a while ago you turned 23, but you wanted true. to do karaoke for it? I wanted to do karaoke because I've never done it. Okay. And it looks really fun and lost in translation. I feel like you would love karaoke, so. first of all. You, of you love I singing. Would. You love performing and doing I'm all that I'm constantly singing. Yeah. All over the place. All over the place. All over the town I'm singing. <laughs> but uh, no, I really wanted to do it, but nobody else wanted to do it because what? they're like, oh, I have to get blackout drunk. Oh like, well, man, that's that that's can't that sucks. That's that not sucks. the right attitude. I don't want to do that. Especially like, we're you gonna we're you gonna go to a karaoke bar like the duet style, or we're gonna do no, like I uh, wanted to do it to a private room. Yeah, like Asian, which I don't think they understood either. Oh, okay, I tried to explain it, but anyways, because then it's nobody safe... wanted to do it, and I was very upset. That's that's too I sad. couldn't believe that because that's a safe atmosphere. Those rooms, yeah, exactly. You get drunk it's... with your friends and just sing with your friends. Like, like that's perfect. Off. Come that's on, fun as hell. Come on, it sounds like a friends we'll basement in grade duet. eight. We'll, yeah. sing, we'll sing a duet. We'll guys. sing a duet. <laughs> Try a little tenderness. <laughs> I think my song is Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> 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 that Sorry. Ha- that's a classic It's such that a is, good clip That is pull- being pulled for the rest of time Duets was kind of not very clip heavy There's some dumb stuff in it But like oh my god Was that is that that clip's just wild That's too good that end bit is so good. Ridiculous. Um, anyway, like, sorry. We yeah, should yeah. also we should grab a clip later on. Yeah. Okay. But of what the actual what oh, the video Otis looks Redding like. Thing. Oh, 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 and compare <laughs> what it. Actually, says we'll yeah. do that. We'll try and remember that yeah. for next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's anywho. What what would your karaoke song be? What was I think Betty say? Davis eyes. Betty Davis eyes. I was really uh, taken aback by uh, not taken. I was I was enthralled mm. with uh, enchanted. Paltrow's <laughs> enchanted, if you will, with uh, Paltrow's performance. It was great. How does that song go? Um, I don't know. I just remember that it was in Perks being a wallflower. It was really good. Okay, I wanted to do Hurt by Johnny Cash. I want to do I because they do <laughs> karaoke um at at this bar called Chainsaw in Waterloo. Oh, they do it there. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do karaoke and it's pretty popular. Not duets level popular, but pretty popular. <laughs> And uh, it's always like people like going, you know, it's like people are drunk and like it's it's not as glamorous as the movie makes it seem. But people are drunk and singing. It's like a joyful thing. Yeah. And I I thought it would be funny to like just bring up a stool and sit there and do Hurt by Johnny Cash (laughs) and just like kill the mood of the room. You should bring a bongo. Which should be. (laughs) (laughs) Just remix it. Change it up. Uh, I won't do any uh, spoken words here. Like, I won't (laughs) sing. I'll just play my bongos. I've been hurt today. (laughs) 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 What's that? I I wish that. uh, No, I hurt myself today to know if I still feel. (laughs) Oh, wow. Now, Dan. The clipping is back. Just to, I mean, just to be, we're an academic uh, yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. so you need to be very academic here. Those are congas. Those are, oh, oh, I'm very sorry. Yeah, so not Thank bongos. You. Thank you very much. No. And man, man on the moon, those are congas, mm-hmm. not bongos. Mm-hmm. They're taller, longer. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're as a bongos stretched out on Photoshop. Stature. <laughs> they have, yeah. No, I, I get it. And also bongos are smaller in diameter versus congas, which are larger in diameter. But not quite as big as maybe a djembe. No, djembe's are, are a different animal. Okay, and with that, let's get into the podcast. This is Giamatti. Welcome back, back to Giamatti, Giamatti, Giamatti. Your one-stop one shop. Fu- fully academic. Oh. One stop shop. I don't know why. We're not a I, we're not a I threw car a shop ma- last time too. <laughs> Did you really? I Maybe I just here. followed your punch last time. And ready, set, welcome Come back, back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi. Your one stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host Sam, and I'm your host Dan. And today we are watched. <laughs> oh my God! Dan, help! I can't feel it half my face. <laughs> I'm spe- I can't spell. Oh my God, Sam! Come on. Um, I'm sorry. We watched Windchill. We did watch Wins Windchill. <laughs> Fuck me. I <laughs> know oh, that strokes contagious. Ah uh, damn! I don't have the. I was looking. I was trying to be on top of my clip game. There's that clip from um from the one with the 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 Woody Allen movie with the the girl who like is Sabrina. Like, 
No, no, no. no that's it's not like a pro- uh, Harry. Oh, Mighty Aphrodite. Mighty Aphrodite and the girl, and she's like, "What? What are you? Some kind of stroke victim?" And I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. "I didn't. I don't have the clip." Really? Do we have? Oh, we don't have. That. I don't have the clip. I was gonna say it because that 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 feels like a good one. That feels like a um a synonym to uh, what are you a moron? Shut up! What are you a moron? Shut up! Yeah, no. I, I don't... Oh, oh, I do. What's the matter? Are you a stroke victim or something? I told hey. you three times. There we go. Okay. Anyway... She has such a great voice. I know. It is Is wild. she in other shit? But I don't think... I don't know. Anyway, We watched Windshield. That not- sounds like a question for episode six. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Windshield this week. Uh, we can't talk Correct. very well, but uh, Windshield can talk very well. Damn uh, right. The he's, great he's Walter Windshield. Oh, he's a wily wordsmith. He's, he's a, a wily cat. He's a devil of the decibels. Um, that's right. I got a little windchill in me, <laughs> and I don't want to go out- choking on a dictionary. And I don't want to go outside today because I got a little windchill outside of me too. <laughs> Wind chill. All right. <laughs> and this is Paul in the movies. Uh, um. Any. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nothing like a bolster. Wow. Did thanks. you know that he does a side at the end, or is that? Just I did. I, I. Yeah. Uh, I remember it from last week. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. We watched Windchill this week. Correct. Um. Paul news. I mean, let's just give it. Let's let's give a little breakdown of where Paul's at right now. What, where's he at? Do you I know? He's just doing his thing. You know? I think he's just hanging out with Sam. I think Billions is, is going to premiere at some point soon. I don't have the exact date yeah. for that, but that's going to be happening soon. Beyond that, you know, uh, we're getting into Oscar season. True. Yeah, Oscars are coming up. I mean, Private Parts is being overlooked for awards, but was getting some buzz early on um, for some different things. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be uh, it'll be sadly be overlooked. I don't. Did they get nominated for a Globe? No, I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so either. We would have heard about that. We would. Oh. My we, Google alert would have been buzzing. We would have been. Uh, um, but yeah, beyond that, Paul, you know, she's taking it easy as he deserves. He's had a busy year. He he probably is. He probably just wrapped on Jungle Cruise. He's oh, I forgot about Jungle Cruise. Right? He probably just wrapped on Jungle. He's had Cruise. Jungle Cruise. He obviously he, did Billion season four or whatever it was. Yeah, Billion season four. He's in San Andreas two, which I don't know when that's filming or something. Oh. But he probably was doing that. You know, he's been he, a busy boy. Yeah, he lodged forty nine. He's producing Give now. Give Paul a break. Give it the man a break. This man works hard for us. He needs a Jamati getaway. You know. Yeah. He needs to take some time for himself. Honestly, so we're very proud of our boy. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm actually really proud of his performance in Windchill. I thought it was really strong, and yeah. it's his first foray into HBO, I believe. You're correct. Um, but let's get into it, Paul, the movies. Let's just get into it. And this is Winchell, folks. It's what we watched. Win- <laughs> Winchell is what we watched. And maybe you watched it, Sam, too. Sam, you have... <laughs> An eloquent way with words this morning. <laughs> this is, we're recording very early in the morning. We watched it. We got up at like 8.30 <laughs> in the morning. In the morning. Like, dude. Oh, damn. <laughs> but, well, we got up at like 8.30 in the morning and watched a two-hour movie. Yeah, this is true. And then we had to, you know, we had to get the clips for you guys. We're, we're, we're dedicated. We got to get the clips. We got to make our show notes. Yeah. We got we to eat breakfast, drink some coffee. Things are moving. Things you know? are moving fast. Things are moving Your fast. Your vows are moving. You just took a big poop. I took a big poop before we got yeah. here. Um, that's good. I'm glad for you. And I feel good. You're moving well. My bowels are moving. Yesterday I was kind of nervous because um, I feel like I ate some stuff. Oh, I ate on the train ride on the train ride to Toronto to meet you. First of all, the train was like three hours late. Yep. Got stuck. It was the worst. Mm-hmm. But however, um, um, everybody got off. I could hear the buzz around me because everybody was like, you know, like making plans like Uber places. And I'm like, I'm yep. not paying money to Uber anywhere. I'm on this train. I have no place to be tonight except Toronto. I will sit on this train for however goddamn it takes, however goddamn long it however takes. However goddamn take, I go on train and come home. <laughs> oh God, we need to record later than this. I think <laughs> I think this is the true nightmare. Um, but anyway, I just sat on that train for like four hours, five hours, and uh, then they gave me a veggie plate. And in that veggie plate, there was almonds, a little baggie of almonds and raisins. You think almonds fucked you up? No, no, no. no. Fuck off. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. There's a little baggie of almonds and raisins, and I was popping those back, and then I realized there's also chocolate in it. And so I was a little nervous this morning. Oh. I was like, The well, milkies. The milkies. I'm very lactose intolerant. I was, like, I was like, will I? Will my poop be a little bit more watery? Soft. Soft. Mm-hmm. Fragile, if you will. <laughs> fragile. Oh, this morning I had a very fragile poop. I had poop. a very delicate poop. <laughs> so dainty. <laughs> but I was worried it might be, it might be a, a little off. Turns How was out, it? Oh, it was great. It was quick. It was easy. I'm proud of you. It was it was it was 
honestly, nine out of ten poop. Whoa, where you feel like your, uh, ass, actually, your asshole's singing? No, 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 after? no, no, no. Your I asshole got, wasn't singing. No, I would say I, I guess I would have to say it's a seven out of ten poop because it went very easily. It was really good. Mm-hmm. However, I think moving like to really get you to like a nine or a ten. You have to feel good after. It has to be like also refreshing, you know? That's what I'm saying. You're, this I, one wasn't always, refreshing. It was I've just been an easy. It for years. I've been yeah. saying it for years. That feeling of you, you feel empty in your bottom belly. Yeah. Your it's ba- almost orgasmic a little. The best poops are a little, uh, the best poops yeah. are a little orgasmic. Also, it all comes out at once when it's really yeah. good. And it all comes out at once, and your asshole is singing. I swear to God. It's like you clench it a little bit, and you just feel good. You but know? you have to be careful when you say it all comes out at once because that's, that's also diarrhea, you know? But no, we're, but we're mean, talking about I a nice, solid. just, like. A flow, a good Oof. flow. Yeah, no, this, exactly. that's the sound. Oof. No, 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 that's exactly the sound. Um, anyway, so I did take a poop before I got here. I feel good. What, what got us to talking about that? Oh, almonds stuck in a train where we are having strokes. Yeah, I don't know where we got, that's but Winchell, Winchell was a. F- Winchell, oh, oh he so it's early in the morning. <laughs> I love the scene in Winchell where Stanley Tucci bent over and took a dump on Paul Giamatti. Ah, uh, I gotta get out of here. I gotta take a delicate poop. <laughs> um, um, do you want to kind of? provide a description of what the movie is and then we can kind of get into some you talking read, i'll read your description okay, here we please. go this is written by daniel daniel ross brenneman thank you i'm trying to become a writer just like winchell walter winchell is a gossip columnist who becomes huge can you do it wait can you do it in your voice hold on i'll also play i'll play the music underneath the opening music yeah let's do a little bit play the play the marching music yeah okay here we go ready, ready. and here we go walter winchell is a gossip columnist who becomes huge he spins his words, studying news, and sewing together his big scoops. He gets tips and writes stories. Paul Giamatti starts to write for him. He becomes a big radio personality on NBC. Oh no, he gets in trouble because he hates that damn man Hitler. But America isn't ready to hear it. Uh-oh, he likes McCarthy and was bad at television. He gets old and people turn against him because he's, a misperce- he's misperceived as a racist and then gets angry and loses his empire. <laughs> Luckily, Paul prioritizes his family and lives happily forever after. Winchell dies. Oh, that's it, Dan. We don't got any more. That's it. That's the movie right there. That's the movie, and that's the news. Um, I love that voice. You are you are a very talented guy. You like my twenties voice. And I think it's. I think you're very talented. Thank you. That made me very happy. That little that little segment. Um. Anyway, it's. it's I'm from- Walter Winchell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Walter Winchell with the news. With the news, and that's the news. Um. This movie, if you are following in the chron- chronology, the chronology of, of Paul Giamatti, we fucked up. We did fuck up. Um, last week we watched duets, which is from 2000. We were entering the new millennium. Mm-hmm. However, this movie is from 1998. Why? Because we couldn't find it online. This is an HBO television movie from 1998. And if yeah. that doesn't sound hard enough to find for you, uh, it was nowhere online. It was nowhere online. I had to buy a DVD on Amazon and rip the DVD for us to watch yeah. because my computer doesn't have a, even have a DVD player anymore. Um, no, cause we live in 2019. Exactly. Yeah. This is over twenty years old. Your Mac or the movie? <laughs> no, this this movie. It, no. it, it is. Is it yeah. under twenty years old? It's one year under twenty years. No, one year over twenty years old. One year over twenty years old. It's it's legal. What? It's twenty one. Oh, that's what you meant. Anyway, I thought you meant it like it's legal to rip. Or something. <laughs> that's not, that's the copyright ran out. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. No. 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 But um, this movie was hard to track down. We finally found it. Because uh, we, we put in the work. We've been podcast. searching for some different movies. We're still searching for some other ones, but but we found this movie. And then also we mentioned last week or two weeks ago, I think, mm-hmm. that the IMDb page updated. Right. And yeah. so now he has more credits in the late 1990s than yeah. were there when we started the podcast. Because <laughs> we there is a movie called Safe Men that's in there now that wasn't in there before. Was not in there before. But Paul plays a character called Vilchop in that movie. I mean, you'll we'll, see that pretty soon. Pretty soon, one week soon. But um, basically, basically, uh, we we're going back. We're going back, Kate. We have to go back. What? That's from Lost. We oh. have to go back. I, I didn't watch that crap show. Kate, we have to go back. I just watched Fringe. <laughs> That's the only show I've ever seen. I've only seen Fringe and Windchill. Those I are the love, two times I've watched television. I love appearances by Leonard Moy. <laughs> Anyways, that's a Fringe uh, reference that nobody's going to get. I get it. I um, know you get it. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Fringe. I'm Walter Bishop and Peter Bishop and Olivia. Man, that show's so good. First three seasons, unbelievable. They're so re- it really is a good Fantastic show, right? television. And Anyways, when guys, they start going to the other dimensions and stuff, and you're like, or the episode where like, the episode where you find out that Peter's from the other side, 
It's amazing. So good. It's amazing. Such a, such a good show. Season three is like one of the best epi- like Peak. seasons of television Peak. that I've seen. Anyway, okay, okay. This isn't Fringe. No, but this is Fringe writing. Fringe, fringe podcast. Maybe we should. Fringe cast. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is about 1920s radio personality, Walter Winchell. Yeah, um, but but basically, oh, what I was saying is that moving forward, we're covering some of his older movies. So we got to year 2000, oh, but... Uh, Three steps forward, two steps back is the saying. Mm-hmm. And now we're back in 1998 and moving back forward to the year 2000. <laughs> so hopefully we will re-break we're into We're going the, back to the future. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, we will hopefully break into the new millennium <laughs> in a couple weeks. <laughs> Even though we already did. Um, anyway. Oh, well. Come along for the ride, folks. This, this movie is based on a book. Um, called Walter Winchell, His Life and Times, and it was written by Herman Kerfeld, and that name might sound familiar to you because that is who Paul Giamatti plays in the movie. Yeah. Herman Kerfeld. A real man. A beautiful name. That's, it, a, na- that's, a, a, nice that's name. a name you want to say in bed. Herman. Herman Kerfeld. Oh, Herman. Actually, <laughs> fuck. Not a nice name to say in bed. It's a horrible That's so weird because like you said it, and I was like, not too bad. You got, you got peach? I went that? exactly the opposite. I went down and you went up. Uh, I went the exact opposite. Um, do you want to talk about who Paul plays in it? Can I talk about more about Herman? So, yeah, Paul is Herman Kerfeld, um, who is discovered by Winchell and he becomes his ghostwriter. So, because Winchell writes gossip columns, yeah, for the newspaper, for the and newspaper, for the radio, the Daily Mirror, and yeah, the Daily Mirror, and uh, yeah, he writes the columns and then he eventually brings on this uh, Paul. And Paul writes for him. So Winchell has like this network of people throughout New York City of like doormen and taxi cab drivers who he gets gossip from. His little birds. His little birds. And um, and then he he uses that gossip to make a column. And everybody's like Winchell. This isn't like like you got it. You got to like I don't I don't know. People are always shitting on on Winchell until it becomes huge, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like I'm I'm selling the papers. Like people are reading for me. And everybody's like you're not writing in real English. And he's like I'm reading for what the people want. Yeah. I'm writing for what the people want. And obviously he was right. Yeah, obviously People he enjoyed right. it a lot. He made a lot of money. He made a million dollars. Yeah, sorry, he made more than a million dollars. Made more, but he had it all in cash. He just stashed a million dollars the war. away. Imagine in the war, you're like, I need to put a million dollars in a vault. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like crazy. Oh uh, man, that's that's the that's but the forties that for also, you. Also, he knew. I didn't really understand that. Like Hitler had so many American ties. Mm-hmm. Neither, did, neither did I. But it, it kind of opened my eyes a little. It kind of makes sense. It's like uh, the economy is like becoming globalized, but like it already was by then. You know? Yeah, but like um, it it was surprising I, when I was watching the movie because in the movie Winchell is very anti-Hitler and anti-fascist. Mm-hmm. Um, before the rest of the world. Before really the rest was. of the world is, he's one of the first voices in America like publishing to say that, and mm-hmm. um, and he's like very anti-Hitler, and he's Jewish. He's a Russian Jew. Mm-hmm. Um. And he starts talking about people being, like, uh, carried away in the night and stuff, like Jews in Germany. Anyway, he starts talking about all this stuff that he wasn't supposed to be talking about and other people weren't willing to talk about. And I kind of thought it might have been the movie, like, playing up his angle, you know? Yeah. At least when I watched like, it, I thought it he was. he was on it before anybody else. I was and, like, was that, he that, was he really? really? Yeah. But he was. He, he was one of the – I read the Wikipedia article, and, and obviously we're an academic – podcasts or we uh, trust wikipedia oh yeah um because now most college campuses do uh what's happening america um and yeah yeah so he he was one of the first voices he was very outspoken in his views against hitler and he was one of the first voices in like america to do that and it's really interesting that he was inspired by the president to do that too yeah that's wild right he's like you're a gossip columnist and i want you to write about politics uh, yeah, he's you like uh, you answer to no one you answer to no one i am christopher Plummer playing fdr yeah, interesting choice. I love Christopher Plummer, but that character was kind of weird. You thought he was weird? Like, I don't know. Like, is that a good FDR? Like, I, I had no idea. I don't know that much about FDR. <laughs> Neither but do I. I just knew I he was in a wheelchair. He's a cripple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he don't got legs. One thing I... No, I think that's a made-up fact. I'm not going to say that. What? It looked like his wheelchair was higher than normal. To you make think... him look taller. Oh, you think he got, like, a little booster? I wonder if that's, like, a thing. He got a booster seat? Yeah, because there's no... The, most wheelchairs are... <laughs> Most wheelchairs are lower. Did you notice that you in the think, movie? Yeah, yeah, no, right? no, no. He's he, got a booster seat. Yes. I, I also think Christopher Plummer is kind of like a Slenderman type man. Like I feel like Slenderman. he's tall and skinny. Mm, it's true. He looks like a Slenderman. Also, I you always I always think people are uh, more handicapped when they put a blanket over their legs. Yes, because it looks like not only are they crippled, like they're but they're <laughs> exactly like they yeah. could get pneumonia at any time. Exactly. Um, one thing I want to talk about first of all, like. Let's talk about the opening of the movie. Uh, Winchell is a little boy running through the streets mm-hmm. and gets kicked in the head by a horse. Yeah, classic. 
And Classic then, 19th turn of the century little gag. And I just thought that was so funny. And then it doesn't really play a part in Oh, oh, no, it does because no, he's in the he's in the paper. He's in the paper and he's he like gets a buzz, ah, buzz about him. I want to be in the paper more. And then he listens to the lady who's gossiping about his own family. Mm. Saying your dad your dad his dad's a fucking gambler on the ah, corner over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his mom goes across the river to buy the bread because it's obviously cheaper. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, and that's what sparks his interest in gossip. Well, I guess it was important then. But I, I really liked him being kicked in the head. As we all know, I have experience with people being kicked in the head, and I thought it was an interesting... Um, How do we know that? Uh, oh, we don't know that? I don't think anybody knows about that. Do you know that? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. It sounded like for a second you didn't know that, and I was about to call you. I was about to be like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> back in high school, uh, I, I dated a girl, and, and then we broke up, and she was kicked in the head by her own horse. Yeah. Um, Pretty severely. Very severely, like hospitalized for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope potential I mean, brain surgery. Thoughts and prayers to her. Um, I'm sure she's fine. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so it kind of hit close to home. Yeah, you had some flashbacks. Yeah, to me sitting in art class and having somebody walk in, hearing and go, about it, and going, "Valerie was hit in the head by a horse." Oh my god! And then you gossip I was like, about her. What? Yeah, and then I, got, you're. It's basically the same thing happened to me. I think so. I think you're I the next was Winchell. <laughs> so yeah, so he. he Essentially, he's a gossip columnist, and then he gets inspired by FDR, who talks to him and says, I want you to find the next enemy of this culture. Yeah. Again, our next enemy against freedom and liberty. Okay, and here's the thing. And he finds Hitler. Yeah. Um, who is still Winchell, part of the European alliance. What a great pick. For Pardon? If he has to find the next enemy of the people, hey, he, picked right. he, just, he just picked Hitler? He did it well. Like, kudos to you, dude. You mm-hmm. really You really nailed that one. Everybody's like, let's sell him all our steel and oil. And he's like, he's a fascist. He's a fascist. We shouldn't sell him anything. Mussolini, bad. Hitler, bad. Um, one of the things I loved in this movie is all the is all the newspaper effects. Um, the, but they weren't overdone. They weren't overdone. But the movie opens with a spinning newspaper that hits the camera with an article headline. And I was like, oh, boy. Does it? Yeah, it does. It has like the it has the opening sequence with moves through. And then it, it hits with a, with a, with a newspaper. Oh. And I was like, I'm I'm in. Uh, there's just an opening sequence where the camera crawls across. After that, all the things. After that, then we then we then it goes into slow fade up into 1905. After that, <laughs> oh okay. We pan across 1905 New York City. We cut in close as a car moves past to a child playing with paper rolls, pretending to be sword fighting. Mm-hmm. We keep moving past a woman bustles across down the street holding a box. Mm-hmm. The people are poor. We see a horse. Winchell runs out into the street. The horse bucks. Cut also, away. Also, what is he riding? He's riding some janky scooter. <laughs> He's riding some janky 1905 scooter. Like, I don't know what it Like was. a razor? <laughs> <laughs> razor with, made out of wood? <laughs> he does a kickflip. He does a trick. Oh, boy. Boom. And then he gets hit by a horse. And then, oh, That's and like then Icarus. there's a... Yeah, he flew too close to the sun by doing some cool kick flips on his on his scooter. <laughs> on his box scooter. Scared the horse. Um Yeah, uh sorry, but there's a scaling newspaper effect somewhere and I really like those. There effects. is a, there is a, it is in there a couple of times. But you're wrong that it's in the opening. Okay, you I might be fucking okay. Okay. liar. I, you cheat and liar. I admit it. I admit it. I was wrong. I was wrong. This just in breaking news. Daniel Brenneman was wrong on the podcast. Daniel Daniel Tucci is what I went to go. Daniel say. Tucci, Samuel uh, Breaking News, Samuel Calderon Uh-oh. was wrong on the podcast. I can't what smell are you anymore. a stroke victim or something? <laughs> uh, recept- Stanley-, Stanley Tucci won a Golden Globe and an Emmy Award for Best Performance. Really? In a miniseries or television movie? Yeah. Good for him. He did have a really strong performance in this. Yeah, he was really good. He really went all over the place in his performance. He was so strong. He had such a he had such a defined attitude towards. I don't know, towards establishment, like, towards establishment and mm. the way that he wanted. To, he was very stubborn. I mm. love movies about stubborn artists. Man on the Moon was kind of similar. He was very stubborn about the way he wanted to approach his comedy. Stanley Tucci is like so stubborn in the way that he, he is like unrelenting in the way that he thinks he needs to present his journalism or, yeah. or column, columning. Um, and also aggrandizing because he realizes that he's making this paper money. So eventually yeah. he gets this cloud behind himself. So he's just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And, and I on- can. And honestly, both movies um, have the same type of ending where it like kind of goes too far. Like both people are stick to their guns too much, and then don't like, and their reputations take them. hits, and yeah. they lose their empires. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. But you know, looks like we found a a, a, a type of movie. I think we have. We found uh, the falling artist, the, the stubborn artist, the stubborn falling artist that um, uh, fails to his own. What do you what do you call it? 
airs. Yeah, I guess like his own, his own. Uh, yeah, his his own hubris. Even there, we go. Um, there was one scene in particular that I really liked. Um, do you know what scene this is? What the scene that you really like? Yeah, can you think of it? Like, do you know what uh, I'm about to say? No. Um, it's the scene where there's a bunch of uh, senators and they're all drinking uh, champagne oh. out of a naked woman in a bath. Yeah. And I'll tell you, steam rang out of my ears and my tongue flopped down. Pan for gold, down. boys. Pan for gold. It was uh, it was ridiculous, and um, I was like, where can I buy a ticket? <laughs> Just kidding. That seemed gross to me. It seemed yeah. really, really gross, and I did not like it. I guess if you get drunk enough, it's okay, but like, it, it was really gross to me. I didn't like it at all. Well, all I'm saying, they didn't have the Me Too movement back then, you know? No, they Women didn't. were not treated with nice. No, but she actually really makes something of herself, huh? She does. And then is like totally. Winchell helps her along in a, in, a, in a full way. Yeah, and then he abandons her when she's about to be uh, tried in McCarthyism, right? No, she runs away. Oh, she runs. <laughs> sorry. She loses abandons everything and her. runs away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally different. Um, do you want to go through some clips quickly and kind of talk about Paul? This will transition us into Paul. Yeah, let's get into okay, Paul. Okay, so the first clip we have here is called Choking Dictionary. So so Winchell is a master of words. That's one of the things he's known for is like the way he would speak yeah. and like create this new language. A la Dr. Seuss, a la Shakespeare, as he was. The two greats. Compared. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is uh, called Choking Dictionary. So I want you to forget about Bellamy and that bunch. They're all playboards. Playboards. Mm-hmm. You like getting words wrong, don't you? No, no, I get them right. The rest of the world is choking on a dictionary. The rest of the world is choking on a dictionary. That clip is really, I think it's a good, <laughs> I think it's a good um, idea for the audience of what the rest of the movie is totally like. Mm-hmm. It's like very loud, jazzy music and yeah, Stanley fl- Tucci talking very fast and saying weird words every now and again. Mm-hmm. And women being like, oh, Tucci. Oh, honey. They talk with an airy voice. There's oh, floating honey. saxophone in the background. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is the whole movie. It yeah. kind of is a whole movie. Um, but great. I, li- I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought that was fun. I actually really liked this yeah, movie. Yeah, I liked it a I lot thought it was too. A, I thought it was a fun watch for our morning, honestly. A good way to start our day. Mm. Um, this is one called G Wizard. Rubbernese was just, you know, a G Wizard that I didn't expect. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what Rubin, he says. Rubbernese. Oh, Rubbernese. As in... I thought you said Lebanese. As in knocking boots. Rubbernese is just... As in uh, bumping up. Rubbernese was just, you know... A G wizard that I didn't expect. Rubber knees was just a you know a G wizard I didn't expect. A G mm-hmm. wizard, a G a wizard. G wizard. Yo, a G, G wizard. Yo, what's up, homies? I'm G wizard. Ha ha! It's G wizard behind the mic, player. Pop 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 goes the caboose. Um, this is one <laughs> called I want to be. Oh oh, sorry. Is that your 1920s rapper? Pop pop goes the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> I got my hobo bundle on my back on a train. <laughs> Depression era. I ain't got no buck to my name. Damn. I'm wearing rags and searching for some fame because the vaudeville game ain't never going anywhere plain. Next clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is uh, uh, this is one of our last clips. We have um, this is called Disappointed Dad. You've disappointed daddy. Now go. <laughs> Which I think is a classic clip. I'd like to officially nominate this as a classic clip. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. I feel like we'll get some use out you of... You disappointed daddy. You disappointed daddy. Now go. You disappointed daddy. Now go. <laughs> also, it's weird that he really liked the word daddy. Like, he says it a lot. He says daddy quite a bit. And He'll it's refer weird. to himself as daddy. As daddy. He referred to FDR as daddy. As daddy. <laughs> in his Hold on. That seems incredible. Yeah. When he's talking to the president and calls him daddy. Oh, hey, daddy. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. But, and it also doesn't He have is to, America's daddy, though. He is. Um, uh, we all know he's America's teddy bear daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, bear daddy, if you will. Um, but but it's also not said enough in the movie to make it like totally part of like his speech. But it's dropped just enough to make everybody go. It's like he's a weird relationship with his father, too. So it's like, where's mm, this coming from? Why right. do you want to say daddy all the time? I, that should be explored. And then when FDR dies on his like radio broadcast that they have like playing over top. He just he cries says, and says, Daddy, Daddy, why don't go? Where daddy, are you? Where are you, Daddy? I'm coming home, no, Daddy. Says, um, daddy, Daddy. Father, like uh, something about father and son. He just loves to talk about fathers and dads. This movie really is about dads. I mean, I can't. I, I love me a good dad, too. but Because don't you think journalism is our own dad? Journalism, journalism is, is, is society's dad? Uh, journal- it's true. You've disappointed Daddy. Now go. Um, and then we have one more clip, which will bring us to Paul. Um, Paul doesn't have anything really interesting to say in this movie. I'll be honest. He kind of just plays a solid character. Um, a family man that is devoted to his work. 
like there's nothing truly special about his role here but it was just a solid performance i think yeah. from paul like like there's nothing bad about it last week we watched him be like fucking crazy um but this was just a really restrained performance where he had to be he had to be the voice of reason to stanley tucci who who is yeah. a little bit uh more egotistical and a little I, bit more i like the wild. development of the character too it's like he starts as this like like definitely below stanley tucci yes, but then they yeah. become equals by the end you know yeah and 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 yeah they're definitely working uh hand in hand with it and yeah. then truly by the end you see that he's written so much of stanley tucci's work and it's like a mm-hmm. weird it's a weird power and friendship thing that's between them anyway this is paul's first scene and then we can kind of talk about paul in the movie and our thoughts around him you're late where's my supper that's too cheap supper that's paul was, um excuse me at the um, door being knocked on the writer from the bronx i'm here about the copy post oh and they're all talking the same way Paul, Boys, less so, though. Herman, uh, yeah, Hartfeld just a little subtle. The He's lighter on the, the accent. Writer. This is Sam Haig, the press agent. Melvin Diamond, the press agent. How are you? How are you? So you, uh, you're here for the copy post, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to be a press agent. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of experience you got? None, but I got some pretty good items to pitch. Really? Yeah. You ever sold anything to the newspapers in the last month or the last year? Well, actually, I... I here's your sandwich, Mr. Where'd you go, to Chicago to get it? Actually, I just... Sam, this is a very long clip. Uh, yeah, and it goes longer. Accounting. I cut it before it even really? Really? ends. Yeah, thank you. In Brooklyn. He only calls me when he needs tickets to get some sandwiches. Fuck it. You know, the scene is to Paul, you know, Where's my sandwiches. Where's my supper? Stanley Tucci. Eat the sandwich. Stanley Tucci just says it really weird off the top. Where's my supper? Where's my supper? Who calls dinner supper? This man. He got a woman to come with him. He got Dallas, whatever her name was, the lady that was in the tub. Yeah. So, so sorry. Sexy lady in tub starts to befriend Stanley Tucci. Yeah, and becomes one of his one of his little birds. His little birdies. But he, they also knock boots. That's who he's talking to. Yeah, yeah. When they what? Oh no, rubbing knees. Oh, what in, is uh, it? In, in, in G Wizard. Rubbing knees was just you know. Rubbing knees. In G Wizard that I didn't expect. I like that. I like that. Oh yeah. My, my favorite colloquialism for having sex is knocking boots. Me too. Knocking boots is really. I fun. I never say it, but I think it's really fun. Um. Honestly, it's that's really fun. What's your favorite? Bumping uglies. I really like the term. I, I really like the term making love. Go home. Do you not square? No, no I think it's fun to call sex making making love. love. I it's, think it's funny. I it's think, really funny to yeah. me. Is to call whatever. Like I just love being able to I, tell somebody. I was like, do you want to make love? I want to make yeah. love to you. What do you want to do tonight? <laughs> I want to make love. Have you actually said that to a lady? I've ne- I guarantee you, I've never said that. You've never said that. I've never. I said say that it to, all the time. To a girlfriend or anything? No. To, like really not funny. to random street ladies, but like. Well, okay, <laughs> I know that. Hey, honey, you want to make love? Hey, doll, you want to make love? Want to knock boots, baby? Ah, um, no, I I say it to my to my lovely girlfriend sometimes. That's nice. I like that. I think it's cute. This and is by cutest... cute, I mean hilarious. That, yeah, it's really funny. Because it's really weird. And I think it's uncomfortable. Because it definitely doesn't feel like and love there's nothing, when you do it. You know what I mean? Damn right. <laughs> unless you, unless love is a little bit, a little bit freaky for you. A little freaky, a little dirty. Um, if I ever did anal, I think after I'd say that. You'd say you. Oh my god, that was some beautiful love making you just did. That's really good. I've been waiting for the perfect time to tell, tell, um, tell my girlfriend that like, you want to do anal. Yeah, I've been waiting for the moment to break it in With and say, uh, I, I've been waiting to do this. Uh, can we do anal? I want to do this um, for years. Actually, I, here's the thing. I actually literally don't care about anal. Yeah. Me either. I'm no, not, really. I'm but you are, you are a bona fide butt man. I thought that you would have some strong opinions about butt, uh, booty. About I don't booty, need it. Booty pumping. I don't need it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what is it? Booty knocking boots. There's knocking another, booties. There's knocking, a better hole, booties. much closer, but on the just very close to it that you don't you can just ignore the other one. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I get. I mean, I just don't get. I don't get it. You don't need it, but if you want it, I'll, I mean, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, like who who cares? I'll do it. But I I'll don't put, feel like there's. I'll a put it real, anywhere. Really, I, I don't know. I feel like there's no, not really a it. real difference to me. Oh, there is. Is there? I have done it. Oh, okay. There is a difference. Well, I was talking to it's a like close, a vice grip. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking to that's a close friend of mine, and he was talking to me. And I won't name him on this podcast. No, you should be very ashamed. Yeah, you um, shouldn't do that. His name was FDR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he got crippled. <laughs> it was too tight around his peen, and it broke he lost his legs. Blood flow. <laughs> the lower extremities of his body. 
His C4 vertebrae snapped in his back <laughs> as he was trying to get out. Um, no, but that yeah, they were they said it was very very tight and um, it was oh and it was overrated. Overrated, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I honestly, yeah, I didn't understand it. He said it was it was not worth the amount of prep and effort that I had to go into it. No, because you want to do it properly, you need an enema. Yeah. Really want to re- get her You need to clear up. that. You need to clear that baby out. Enema's terrifying. Oh, we've that talked a lot about to poop and butts today. Yeah. That's a morning show for you. We're going to have to record these later at night because cause all we're doing is talking about poo. This is we're poo talk. Poop, poop. Poop, 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 Sorry, poop, guys. Poo we didn't too. mean to. Um, we didn't plan on this. It's just organic. It just organically happened. Yeah. Um, but what I was trying to say is that I like calling it making. Oh, I've been waiting for the moment to, to tell to tell my girlfriend that I'm a virgin right at, right, right as oh, we're like. That's really, right oh, as right. She's we climaxing. were talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that'd be really <laughs> funny. I've never told you this, but. I'm a virgin. <laughs> this is that my would first be so time. funny. That'd be hilarious. Wait, so you you have that, to do it. You that would just it. be fucking incredible. You have to do it soon. Yeah, so I will. We can, we can have a little dance sex corner. Oh, yeah. next Because it's definitely been dance sex corner, for sure. I guess, I, should we just clarify that we're in dance sex corner? Oh, we're, we've been in it. Welcome to dance sex time. corner. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But, um, yeah, Paul. Paul's good. <laughs> Are we leaving Dan Sex Corner now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I'm scared. Uh, thanks for coming to Dan Sex Corner. <laughs> I was the one that got uncomfortable first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wait. What were we talking about? Paul. The, we're talking about Paul. Paul. Oh, oh. Knocking boots. The lady in the tub. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, let's talk about Paul in the movie. So, Paul has a very uh, subdued performance. I really liked him. I'm going to uh, – do you want to rate him? Do you want to kind of rate Paul right now? Yeah. Do you want to rank I'm, him? Yeah, it was a very solid, like, it was a solid role. Nothing to stand out. No. Fantastic support on our man, Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci's doing a lot. Of, I mean, it's a Stanley Tucci movie, Stanley right? Doing like, the he is doing. Of the whole movie. It's a movie to showcase Stanley Tucci, and it worked. Which He's is really no, good not at a it. problem, because no. Stanley Tucci is fantastic. But Paul, Paul is really good. And also, still looks the same. Yeah, how ridiculous is he that? He just has some wrinkles around the eyes, and that's about it. Paul looks like a young man, though, in this movie. Yeah, he does look like a little boy. He looked really boyish. Yeah. And I guess it's because we've gone a Paul couple looked, years now. Now but he looks like he's 20 years aged. Oh, yes. yes. Stanley Tucci looks like a young no, buck. Stanley Tucci looks the exact Like, we same. all saw it's him in ridiculous. EZA. We yeah, all wanted yeah. to bang him. Oh, we all, you know, we all had those thoughts and feelings. Of course. Um, I would give Paul a 7 out of 10 Pauls. I think it's a very yeah, down. That's like, where I'm it's a, it's a solid. It's a solid performance. You give him an average, you know? I'd give him a, I'd give him a B plus. Like, but it's a solid B plus. It's a solid B plus. Like yeah. it's it's, it's like, a respectable B plus. It's like one of those B pluses where your teachers are like, if you do everything right, I'll give you a seven out of ten. Yeah. But you have to like impress me to get it like a, get in the eighties or nineties. And I was like, Paul never impressed me in this movie. There's not there wasn't a, like a standout acting scene in this movie. No. Not even like a big moment for the character. Not either. really. But he was just he was always there, and he <laughs> he was always there. Just consistent. And he gave a really solid performance, so that's mm-hmm. I think that re- kind of reflects that. How yeah. would you? How, what are your Jakes and Logues? My Jakes and Logues, they're for sure, you know, uh, solid performance. I'm giving him a four Jakes, okay, and about six Logues. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. That's just where I'm sitting. Though I, I, I totally, I get where you're coming from, but I'm going to have to. I think I have to swap them. I think I have to give him six, six Jakes and six four Jakes Logues. and four Logues, four yeah. Logans. Yeah. Um, no, I totally see where you're, where you're coming from. Like that scale, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean. I see where you're coming from. I disagree, though. Sure, I mean, yeah. but that's that's academia for you, right? Like we both have our have our it's points, and, and we're yeah, which I think America needs a little bit more of. Damn right. Um, do you want to hear some words that Winchell invented? I have a little game for you, Sam. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm gonna guess them. Is that the game? Uh, actually, no, I guess it's not really a game. I'm just gonna inform you, and you'll be delighted. Okay, I want to guess a couple of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. What words go. do you think Winchell invented? Wait, <laughs> that's not the is game. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I meant, like, tell me the word, and then I'll tell you what the description is. Oh, 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 that's a great idea. Okay, okay. You're you're very good. Okay, so this I'll, – I'll read. We'll go through this Thank list you. here. Thank you good. to HowStuffWorks.com. Okay. We're not sponsored. Are these goddamn communist words? These are goddamn – okay. The first word, number can. one, mm-hmm. he invented scram. Scram. How crazy is that? Scram's a – That's big, insane. That's a real word. Like, that's wow. a big word. Uh, and that means to make a quick getaway, which we all know because we're all scram. fucking human beings. Uh, hey, a fucking wise guy, scram! Actually, how about this? We'll uh, we'll we'll get a little bit of music underneath us while we do this. Yeah. Uh, what do you think G-Man stands for? G-Man. I'm gonna say it's like a GI. 
What's that? Like a government official. You got it. It stands for, it's slang for an FBI agent. Or uh, this, it stands uh, for... This music is really loud. You're right, you're right. Okay, we're going to have to turn this. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> that was a bad idea. The G stands for government. Um, nice. He coined pushover. Whoa, wow. He's is, made some big words. He's made some big words. Holy Usually shit. big words like that are invented by Rome or like by England. By <laughs> Not by Winchell. Isn't that what he says in the movie? Oh, is it? It is. It oh, is. wow. He's, the Romans. What the bastardized by the by the Romans? And the, you're right. You're right. You're English right. English is a bastard language. The Eng the the the, the Anglos, by the Jews, the Saxons, by the Italians, the French, the Jews, the Anglo Saxons. Yeah. You're right. I guess his words are so powerful they stuck in my own mind. Um, yeah. here's one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> um. Oh. Oh. These are all kind of the same thing. So an uh huh, passing it, garboing it, trouser crease eraser. Um. That's how uh, Winchell referred to people who were falling in love. A trouser crease eraser. Hmm. So because I think it, right? Because you get a oh, boner. Oh, that's and smart. It like, which is okay, pretty funny. He was trying to avoid the Puritan language. Yeah, he, he couldn't. He couldn't pure. say some like um, saucy things. He in couldn't his say article. divorce even. No, which we were about to get to. Um, talking about words for sex, uh, making whoopee. He invented. Okay. Uh, and cupiding, which is like falling cupiding, in love. That's cute. That's cute. I like that. Um. Uh. Here we go. Uh. What do you think this means? Ready? Middle eyelet, alter it, sealed, handcuffed. That's all one term. No, no, no. Those are all different time names for the same idea. Oh, hang uh, arrested. Middle eyelet, alter it, sealed, handcuffed. Seal. I'm gonna say arrested. Marriage. Oh shit. Yeah, is for marriage. Sealed. Um. Blessed event. Infanticipate and get storked. Um, getting pregnant. Yeah, who are who are about to have a baby? Got it. You got it. You got it. Uh, I'm speaking a language, that boy. Yeah, I'm speaking a language. Captive. Captive. As in K. Yeah. Captive. Captive. It means to be a convict. No, captive, which is a play on the word captive is because there are so many divorces because husbands had mistresses, these were women who waited for their married married lovers to call. Waited for their married lovers. Oh, oh, So I to see. call them, but they're off with their mistresses. Oh. Almost like Winchell's wife. So they're captives. Captives, not captives. Mm. Captives. He's a clever boy. Very clever. Um, we're almost done here. Giggle water. Giggle water, that is alcohol. Yep. Um, a flicker. A, like as one word, a flicker? Flicker. Oh, Flicker? Uh, I don't know. That's, like, a, that's a movie. Oh, that's fun. I like projector. I'm going to make a Flicker. You want to go see a Flicker tonight, honey? Ah, I hear the new Charlie Chaplin Flicker just came I out. I don't know. Charlie Chaplin Flicker, a modern man. Um. Oh, oh, here we go. Ready? Um. Swata cooties, pink stinkos, and Chicagorillas. Pink stinkos? I actually think Chicago. Oh, a vagina. <laughs> pink stinkos. A pink stinko. Uh, no, these are all bad guys. Swata cooties. Wow. Pink stinkos. And I feel like Chicago gorillas could be a little racist. Chicago gorillas. Because I assume he's talking about, like, um. Wait, these are cops? No, no, no. These are just bad guys. Oh, probably racist. Sounds a little racist to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one here. This is uh. The worst of the pink stinkos, Ratsies. Ratsy, a detective. It's a it's it's a word for Nazi. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, those are some words popularized by like I guess like but it's weird that scram making whoopee. You know those those are big words. I've never heard making whoopee. Oh until, really? Until watching this movie, I, I, I've heard of it. I've heard of whoopee pie. Okay, I've heard of whoopee Goldberg. <laughs> Um, but scram pushover those are words invented by Winchell and that's pretty damn that's very cool. interesting I like that a lot thank you Dan for that um, did you also know before we close out on Paul at the movies that Winchell yeah. was uh, there was a song written about Winchell it played during the credits you but I don't it. know if you know, uh, noticed I want to share with the audience here it's called I want to be in Winchell's column and uh, it has a nice little march to it you ready to ready to be delighted by the by the whims of music always <laughs> mm, start strong I might clip that beginning part. That's really stupid.
Hey, where's my supper? Is he gonna... Are there gonna be lyrics? I guess I clipped it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Here, Here we go. go. Oh, not yet. Bait and switch. Take it, oboes. Is that some oboe? Really? Here we go. Ready? There might not be words to this. There was in the movie. That's why I thought this clip would have words. You didn't listen to it? Well, the words were just like, I want to be in Winchell's column. And yeah. I was like, perfect. This is the song. I guess it is the song, but... Maybe it's karaoke. Oh, my God. Duets? Duets? Um, Anyways, that's enough of that. Oh, there we go. Here we go. You are crazy. baby, I do. So he can say that I'm that way. You disappointed daddy, now go. So guys, um, this is, uh, that, that's been Paul at the movies, basically. Um, this has been a short episode, but, uh, okay. but that's fine because we're just talking about Winchell. It's an HBO TV movie, um, and Paul's good. He's fine. He's good. He's fine. He's I think that's, this should be a lesson for us, Sam. Has Paul been bad yet? Yeah. Right? He has to. He yeah. Had, I mean, yeah. I forget what, but I, I feel like he has. I mean, I would say Paul wasn't great in the last movie in duets. No. Um, but Roger Ebes said he was good in it. You know, so even I'm the greatest movie critics, I got I to gotta, I gotta have my own opinions. Um, all right, all right. But I think this should be a lesson for us this week. You know, a lot of the time Paul gives us standout performances. Mm -hmm. Big Mama's House, hilarious. <laughs> Other That's performances. That's the first one that you jump onto. <laughs> no, but Paul's, Paul's given us... Very intense performances throughout the movie. He's been wise. He's been funny. He's been uh, bombastic. He's been wild. But every now and again, Paul will just be okay. He's good. He'll just be mm -hmm. good. And he's I think that more and more, guy. he's playing that average guy. He does it well. And I think more and more as Paul Paul gets into more movies, like he'll just be good because mm -hmm. he's a solid player in a movie, you know. And I think that's mm -hmm. one of the lessons to take from Paul Giamatti is that that he's not like he 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 did a lot to enhance. Jim Carrey in Man on the Moon, but it was Jim Carrey's movie. This is Stanley Tucci's movie. Paul Giamatti is a good player in the movie. Yeah. And that's kind of Paul Giamatti's role generally moving forward is that he's a good player. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good supporting guy. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we'll see a lot more good from Paul Giamatti in the future. Dan, I got to agree. Um, so before we go, um, you hear how nice that tone was. Yeah, nice. My yeah, you sound like a radio announcer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the evening. Do you think you got morning voice? I think it is a little bit of morning voice. Beautiful. Do you hear that? Like, do you hear how I nice can't do it? My voice is it? that morning. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you a little more of it. Hello, oh my goodness, Sam, I welcome. really like that voice. Welcome. It is kind of sexy. I like it a lot too. It sounds really nice. Oh, hello, my name is Sam Cauldron, and welcome to the evening news. Let's get into it. Hmm. GoFundMe just removed all the funding for <laughs> Donald Trump's wall. I don't think they should be able to do that. Those people paid money. They don't have to put it up. They're a payment processor. Okay. All right, and uh, yeah, next week we're going to be watching Dr. Doolittle. The Eddie Murphy classic. I've never seen this. I'm very excited. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's yeah. You'll enjoy it. Or at least I haven't seen it since I was like four years old. So yeah. So you haven't seen it. I, well, Talking I animals and a man talks to them as well. I can't wait. I love Eddie Murphy. He's a really hilarious. I saw him mm. do Raw, which was really funny. So I'm really looking forward to this to this movie. Eddie Murphy's Raw. Um. Classic. Anyway, here's a trailer for this, and Red then leather. and then we'll tell you where we can uh, where you can find us and email us. And uh, Paul, we'll, by the way, is playing uncredited Blaine. Yes. In Dr. Blaine. Um, here's a trailer, and um, it looks a little fun. As a boy, John Doolittle had a special I want to be. I want to be the marimbas for stuff like this. On the marimbas? On the marimbas. You call marimba player a marimbas? I don't know. Is just a percussionist? Oh, you're right, yeah. Nice to meet you. I wish it was called marimbas. Without seeing the video... I don't know which later, characters are animals and which are just Eddie Murphy. Talking about boys, ah! John Bing Animal could not have talked to you. He's a lunatic. Hello. Those are animals. Yeah, they had to be. Lucky's in the bathroom right now. Or small people. 
I love Eddie Murphy's voice where he like is like kind of soft. He's like, Lucky's like right there, right, right now. Pretty sweet there, sugar. Hey, honey, who's this? Is that Chris Rock? <laughs> Sounds like it, yeah. Bye-bye. Either that, it's Eddie Murphy with like Chris a Rock as Skunk. Don't you think this movie would have been good if he did it all in prosthetic, like he did for like Norbit and everything? But he played all the animals. I think you might have just lost your thermometer. It's going south for the winter. I'd like to go in manually. What's he saying? You don't want to know. Is that Norm? I don't know. I wasn't thinking about her that closely. I might be making things up. I want you to just stop. Is that Morgan Freeman? We don't talk about Morgan Freeman. He assaulted women. Doctor is in. Hey, listen, if you have any extra medication, I can really use it. Say what? Eddie Murphy. Oh, Mrs. Doolittle. Doolittle dance. Make a little love. That sounds like a sexy, sexy name. Doctor Doolittle. This is a kid's movie. I don't know. No time, Doc. No, shut up. Oh, my God. I always miss up Dr. Doolittle with the one where he's like gets fat and then makes a serum that makes him thin. What? You know that movie, that Eddie Murphy movie? You know that Eddie Murphy movie where he is a big, large, fat scientist, and he makes a serum that... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Makes the, the Nutty Professor. Yeah. yeah. I always mix these two up. Okay, well, this one, he's For a time, a I, thought, I thought this is... But I think both of them were lab coats. I'm really excited for Dr. Doolittle. I love movies like this, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, if any of those uh, animals are played by famous comedians, as I just yelled about during the trailer. Is that Norm? Is, is, that, that, is, that, is that Norm? Is that my dad? <laughs> Norm um, McDonald is my dad. No, oh, wow. Congratulations. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode thank and so listening much. to us talk about windchill and a lot about poop. Um, we are Sam and Dan, and uh, you can find us online on Facebook, Jamadi Podcast, Twitter, Jamadi Podcast, and on Instagram is the best place to track us down. We post clips from the show, uh, funny pictures from the movies, and Paul clips, and all sorts of fun things on Instagram. So definitely give us a follow there. It's the best place to stay up to date with anything we're doing. Um, beyond that, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are. And, uh, yeah, you know, enjoy your freaking week. Oh, email, email us at Jamadi. Oh, email Jamadi at, at email Jamadi.com. Email Jamadi at gmail.com and, uh, send us what you think about windchill or, uh, what or you, anal. Have you ever done it? Have you ever you done it? Know. <laughs> and that has been Jamadi. Blessed be the Jamadi. Praise be. We will see you next week. Stay, stay good to yourself. Stay, Bye. Stay fresh. Bye. Bye. And as Paul Giamatti likes to say. Bye.